You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Our guest today is a courageous, skinny, hardworking, big boobs, <laughs> an inspiring young woman who overcame huge obstacles to change her body and change her life. Me, Robin. <laughs> we will be talking to Robin about her overcoming obstacles to meet her fitness goals. We will also be talking to Robin's mom. I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. And this is the podcast. It's the podcast with Michael Buckley and Robin Shaw. I've lost 85 pounds. Now I'm a personal trainer and help other fat people. I was the last kid picked in gym class. Now I'm a personal trainer and I've got a six pack. <laughs> Hello, right, everyone. Welcome I'm pretty back. excited to cyber meet your mom today. <laughs> she is so nervous. I was like, mom, I was like, can we interview you about like what it was like raising a kid with, a, you know, physically handicapped? And she was like, oh, I'm so nervous. Like, what if America hates me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, mom, it's not all of America listening to this. I was like, you don't have to worry. Yet. Yeah, I know. Yet. She's like, don't make me look. She gave me a list of things I'm not allowed to ask her. This like, has nothing to do with the topic at all. Like, I was almost about to ask you, well, what are those <laughs> I know, things? Right? Which totally defeats the purpose of you <laughs> not asking them. Um, so she did raise a handicapped kid, me. I was physically handicapped. I yeah, I talk to me a little bit about that. I don't think you've ever <clears throat> talked about this on the air before. I think I, maybe I've mentioned it slightly. So I have a bone disease called Perthes. It's Perthes, not herpes. <laughs> I want all our male listeners to get that right. Start with the P. Uh, a boning disease. Yeah. <laughs> Herpes is the boning disease. Uh, so Her- what happens is when you're diagnosed usually around age five or six, and it usually only affects little boys and puppies. And what? So what are the symptoms? Um, here's the problem. There's no symptoms until it's too late. So it's a bone disease where oxygen doesn't get to your your bones, specifically your hip bones. So your hip, because there's no oxygen, the bone deteriorates till there's nothing left. And there's really no symptoms. And like you're just uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable, but you're five and six, so you don't really get what's going on until one day, for example, like me, we were out bowling and then I, I started crying that I couldn't stand up. And they didn't know what was wrong. And then um, they took me to one doctor. One doctor thought I had pneumonia. And then another doctor. And they, they couldn't figure it out until a, a specialist realized. Because it's, it it's such a rare disease, um, especially back then, especially for a girl to have. And it, is it it's something that is it – it's not caused by any sort they of trauma. It's just something that – They don't know. They don't know what causes it. They don't know why it happens. They just know oxygen doesn't get to your bones. So like the the head of the – what is this? Like the femur? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, like the, 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 the socket, like the head of the socket of your hip. Okay. The head part just deteriorates, and then before you know it, there's no hip there. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so then there's a bunch of different treatments you could have. Um, if they, you know, I was young enough, so they put me in leg braces for a visual. Think of like Boris Gump, kind of. That's so immediately I, yeah. what I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. So I had leg braces like that for two years while I was on medication. That's how he taught Elvis to dance, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm as good of a dancer as that. And then the bone grew back. And because I was in leg braces, like, you know, or you can um, be in b- traction in bed for two years while it grows back. Or you can have a hip replacement at six and then just get a new one every like two years. And what do they do about the source of the problem, which is the lack of oxygen? The they... medication that just helps. And so are you still on medication? Is it something no, you still... No, but this is... A, so so 
Uh, so I was in leg braces for two years, and then because you're on all this medication to grow the bone back and you're wearing leg braces, the bone, mine specifically, grew so big it grew out of the socket. So then they had to do, I can't even start to pronounce this operation. It was like osteotomotopathy. <laughs> and they go in and they <laughs> <Say> cut. <that. laughs> I can't pronounce say it. Say that like we'll five try. times Maybe fast. Maybe my mom will know how or to say it. one time slow, yeah. So they cut down the bone, they shaved it, they made it fit right, and then they put three pins, metal pins in to hold it still. And at that point, I was like paralyzed from the waist down. Like I couldn't walk. I was in traction. They actually turned our dead. Because it had a set? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they they had a whole. They my parents turned our den into a hospital room, so I didn't have to stay in the hospital. Then we got a hospital bed and everything. Oh, that's yeah, that's great. Then um, do you uh, still have the pins? N- you know what? Well, so it's all done. So then at one point, my mom this is gross, but she was changing my bedpan or like something, and you know I had to like lift myself up, and one of the pins slipped in me and cut through my cartilage and muscle oh. everything. So I was screaming. She didn't know what was wrong. So they, you know, an ambulance came and they rushed me to the hospital, and then um, they quickly did surgery, removed that pin, put a new pin in, and then three months later. Or maybe six months later. I don't know. I was I was in bed for a long time. They then took out the pins. Then two years later, where those pins were, because I was on medication to help oxygen get to those bones. Right, right. S- bone spurs grew out of where those pins were. And you're like seven at this point. No, when you had the no. Surgery? Now I'm like twelve. This wow. is all the so then they um, you homeschooled and everything or I, I missed a lot of school. We I, I was homeschool. I was in school. I was not doing anything. But it, it, like no, they've been just no one held me back. Cause they were just because I was so adorable. They just like, this is why I have so many learning disabilities. Because from first to like seventh grade, I was barely in school, and no one held me back. Did you feel like you did miss out on? I did. When, well, that's why. Like up until the age of like seventeen, I was illiterate. Did, did you did you have a tutor come to your house for well, homeschooling well, at all? When I was up for it, I mean, I was this was a real painful, <laughs> real painful. But um, right, no, so, I'm, yeah. So, but anyway, I'm going to backtrack to the leg braces because of our whole point of our our um episode today is about excuses. My parents, even though I had the leg braces and everything, they did not see this as an excuse for me to be inactive. I mean, when I had leg braces, they put me on a softball team. They made me go horseback riding, ice skating, skiing. That's awesome. Yeah, they did not see this as, I mean, some of you may be listening as, okay, this is child abuse. The girl can't walk. No, I think that's amazing. But yeah, she, they didn't, they didn't, um, they really just were like, if I was like, no, I, I can't do it. They're like, yes, you can. Or if I was like, I don't want to go to school. The kids are going to make fun of me. They're like, go. Like, they, there was no, like. I love, yeah, yeah I love stuff like this. Because, you know, as a trainer, I'm sure you hear a lot of, like, really shitty excuses for, like, why people can't work out. Right. right. You know, and you hear something like that. And, and you have this, you're in pain. You've got this huge, de- you know debilitating uh condition and you're still you're still active to, to the extent that it's possible you're still you know right out there and being active i heard this thing over the weekend that reminds me of that and maybe we should have this guy on the the show a friend of mine is a rock climber mm-hmm. and on his uh on his days off he volunteers where they have this program where kids with disabilities they they have them rock climb yeah and it's all different levels it's all different kinds of disabilities all different levels of disabilities there he was telling me a story about um like a girl in a, a wheelchair where she still has use of her upper body. Yeah. And, you know, they put her in a position, they get her to a point where, you know, what she's 
what she's they and she does what she's able to do with just her upper body and you know you hear something like that yeah, and you know, you really, it, it, when you hear things like that you're like come on i could do it yeah totally yeah you know and i've heard so many bad excuses for for not working out one of the things i hear all the time is somebody will say to me i i, I want to lose 12 pounds and then i'll hire you as a trainer right <laughs> i'm like how yeah. about you hire me as a trainer and you'll lose 12 pounds yeah a, a lot faster a, and then you'll be in the habit of exercising and you'll be you'll have a, a reason to keep going to, right. to keep the weight off. Yeah. No, I know there's there's a million excuses and even as an adult like I look back as a kid and how I had this huge obstacle and nothing slowed me down and that's why as an adult I'm like Robin, st- you can go to the gym. Like you can do this. Like, I know with leg braces I could do it. And I remember there was um when my parents put me on the softball team, maybe we should just call her now because she'll tell this story better. But uh, she, um, the, none of the none of the teams wanted me, and back then they could say no. Like now, if someone didn't want oh, to yeah, no, yeah. they'd be sued. They don't have winners and losers. Now yeah. they're just like it's. But no, it's, uh, <laughs> but uh, everybody gets a trophy. Exactly. But back in 19, just like yeah, just like back adult in nineteen ninety, they couldn't do that. So uh, none of the teams wanted me, and the only team coach that would allow me on their team was. The Mets, <laughs> the biggest losing team. Ever. I was on the Mets in Little League too. So, um, and it, they were the only team that Not was the that night. So, and there was this team. Um, I wanted to be on the Marlins because all my friends were on the Marlins, and the coach was like, "No, she has leg braces. She'll she can't be on our team." So, the Mets was the only team that let me on. And my parents would come to every game. And the thing is, I was like a stocky kid, you know, because I was chubs. But um, <laughs> so I could hit the ball far, but I couldn't run. Like I just like wobbled to the base. Oh, man. But because, you know, we're all seven years old and everyone sucks, I'd hit the ba- ball so far that it actually gave me time to get to first base, you know, and then I usually get out. That's- I was the exact opposite. So I had no eye hand coordination. So I couldn't actually make contact with the ball. <laughs> but you could run. But remember the first year the kids pitched? Yeah. yeah. Like they, you know, if you, like the catcher couldn't make a throw from uh, the, from home plate right, right. to second base. So if I got on first, I was guaranteed to steal second. Right. right? So I was like fast. Exactly. But I had no eye hand coordination. So what I started to do is I started trying to get hit with the ball. Just so that you could get to Just first. so I get on and I would try and throw my shoulder into it so like the fleshy part of my arm would get hit. Right. But if you're like not coordinated enough to make contact with the bat, you're probably not coordinated enough to get hit successfully. So I get hit in the ribs. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like every week. And like, you know, the part where they line up, they're like, good game, good yeah. game, good game, good game. Every week it was... Good game, good game, good game, good game. Sorry I hit you. Good game, good game, good game, good game. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I couldn't, um, I, could, I was the complete opposite. But anyway, but I could always get to it first. So one time the Mets were playing against the Marlins, the team that wouldn't let me on. And I was, bases are loaded and I was up. And uh, and there I was and I go and I hit the ball. And again, they suck so much that I got to first, and then they threw it to first, and the girl overthrew it. And so I got to second, da 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 and I ended up hitting a grand slam against the team that didn't want me. And my mom went oh, that's nuts. Awesome. I mean, she was acting like, you know, I uh, I think because she has a, an appointment, so maybe we should call her now and then do the fitness question last. All right, cool. And Is if, that good? Yeah, or we can also maybe just uh, a teaser for everybody out there. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll hit the question of the week if we end up running long, because I'm sure... I've got, I know I've got a lot of questions for your mom. Right. For sure. Okay. I, I didn't get the list of the, her publicist didn't call me and tell me the things yeah, that we're, we're not supposed to talk to her about it. We're so. not allowed to talk to her about anything except what a wonderful mother she is. Well, considering that's all you've talked about to me <laughs> on um, and off the air is what a wonderful mother she is. I, that's my assumption. All right. All right. Robin's we're using the, the computer. This is so high tech. 
we, we've never had like a, a phone guest before. All of our guests usually come in. Wait, so what are the rules? What are the... We just can't talk about anything except for how great she is as a mother. Everything else totally off. <laughs> Mom? Yes? You're on the radio. Hi, how are you? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Mom, say hi to Michael. Hi, Mike. Hi. <laughs> What's your What's your mom's uh, What's your first name or, or Debbie? Should we just, should we just keep Debbie. calling you Robin's mom? All no, right, Debbie. Debbie, thanks so much for coming on and joining us here today. Oh, no problem. I I, I told I, I told him how how uh, nervous you are. How oh, <laughs> but I you know how much I love talking about my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Jewish mother for you, right? <laughs> Well, you th- my sons, I don't care. <laughs> if you I'll think- talk about any of my kids. <laughs> All right, so I, I, can't, I explained what Perthes was. Now, right. what, what was the name of the first surgery I had? Wasn't it like Ostamakalakapaka? Well, 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 I've seen it. Your, your first what? Surgery. What was it called? Like an ostomatic? Assault of pelvic osteotomy. That was, that's impressive. Debbie, Debbie Shaw. <laughs> you got 10 Just points. rolls off her tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that was impressive. Um, and then I explained all the other surgeries, how the pin slipped and uh, well, the bones. Well, spur- the first one was really to um, shape the ball of the, I guess, the hip. The hip, the hip is actually a ball in the socket. Yeah. And the ball part of the bone had grown too large. And it had to be reshaped to fit back into the socket. And then from there was where they, and was, she was held together with pins. And then when they took out the pins, she started to grow um, bone spurs. Yeah. Oh, and they that had to painful. be removed. All right. So, Mom, the reason why we're... Yeah. Right. So, Robin had, had talked about the, the day at the bowling alley. How, remember I, I, we were playing bowling and I was like, I can't walk. Right. And... Then, oh, you want to know like how we just found out about it? Yeah, was there were there any indications before that? Were there any little signs before that, or was well, we that... just we just started to realize that every time she walked, we um she was like either crying or saying she's in pain, and then if we just told her to sit down, <laughs> like Robin, shut up. <laughs> so then eventually we took her to a doctor, and the doctor x-rayed her and that's when we found out that she didn't have a left hip the ball of the bone and the hip was had totally disintegrated and had you ever heard of perthes before before robin was diagnosed no are you kidding me yeah no one has ever heard of it before actually what's such an interesting story is so they had taken me to one doctor another doctor and, and no one really knew and so um th- there was this bone specialist it but almost my parents had reached out to all their family friends and right. like if anyone knows a a orthopedic you know whatever and so a family friend was like oh i know someone so my parents drove me over there on like a sunday afternoon and the doctor examined me at his house on his like living room floor remember mom Yes. Yeah, and like I was six, and I don't know what was going on. He's exact. I could still. I remember his one in floor. Anyway, he was having a family. We, what? But then he, he um, said he has to open up his office, and this was like you know. And he called in his technician. He was like on a Sunday oh, afternoon. Yeah, bring in the yeah. heavy equipment. And then, um, th- then like he was like, all right, I have a family party. <clears throat> uh, so he let. Or did we have a family party, or he was having a family party? 
He was having people over that night. And as we were leaving, his wife said, don't forget to bring home a container of milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So anyways, then my parents, like, we're back at my house. They were so understanding about it. And then a few hours later, we hear, a, uh, you know, the doorbell ring. And it was this doctor at our house. And he, had, he was the one who diagnosed me, right? Yes, and he had brought over some medical books to show us what it was. And he said, he's not going to treat us because, treat her, because there's doctors who are, you know, more expert in this um, field. And But he wanted to be kept surprised of everything that happened because he was so, he had never seen this case before, he'd never seen this before. He'd never had a lot and of experience might, with this particular condition. You, these are what doctors see in, you know, textbooks, but, you know, you it's don't know. It's very rare disease. So now, Mom, yeah. we want to talk... what they call often diseases. Mom, so we want to talk about... So everyone has excuses why not to work out, why not to be active. Here you had a a, a 6-year-old to 13-year-old who was handicapped, uh, leg braces, inside wheelchairs, and yet you forced me to, you know, play baseball and go ice skating and skiing. So what was, like, your mindset... Um, to to have that you were that you were not handicapped. That was it. As long as you had your braces and if you were physically able to do it, then you could do it. And you, we had took you skiing, but we had told the instructor and he skied in front of you and they fitted you out and they fitted you with the skis and you did it in baseball in any type of sport. You that, know, that's great. as long as was it, you know, we made sure that you wouldn't get hurt. Why can't you do it? That's such a great. Robin, let me ask you something. Do you think that that has a lot to do with you pursuing such a, such I, a I, difficult career? Because, you know, hey, yeah. I, know I, I know I'm capable. Yeah, well, my so, parents, I think, instilled in me that you could do anything, that there really is no limit. So, like, you, like, just like the, she said, like, uh, you could go you could go skiing if you have leg braces, just put someone in front of you, you know? Yeah, So, it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, I could be a comic. I should just, you know. Just make, do it, yeah, yeah. just go and do it. Like, I, I, that's always been, as long as you're not hurting anyone and you're not hurting yourself, there's no reason not to do it. Um, and I also have to say that, we had a wonderful support group. All my friends, family, nobody treated her differently. Yeah, and was, they included her in everything. That's, a, that's actually an interesting point. So I want to ask you, because um, it must be hard to uh, kind of balance m- making sure that Robin didn't feel like she was different or, or less than psychologically, but then at the same time, make sure that you're not coddling or... Um, they did not you know, giving her any, any, you know, giving her too many breaks or passes. So how, how as a parent, how do, you, how, do you, how do you negotiate that balance? I, I couldn't understand... I couldn't understand you. I, I, what was the question? So, what were you saying? So, so how do you, uh, from a psychological standpoint as a parent, uh, how do you make, you, you know, you said, well, we, we didn't, we didn't, view, we didn't view you as handicapped and we didn't want you to view yourself that way. Um, is there, um, do you have to kind of fight the urge to almost like coddle or to, to spoil her because you, you, know, you know, you want to, you, how do you make sure you don't go too far in the other direction? Well, I, the one thing, well, first of all, I happen to say that my husband, what is it, right off the bat, he got went into um, therapy. 
Okay. Yeah, they yeah. put they put oh, that's great. they put me and my brothers and, and them. Well, yeah. everyone had to go. The day I got it leg braces, fit. everyone's in therapy. Oh wow, that is so smart. <laughs> that's, it's <laughs> so really Jewish, is. right? <laughs> but that's so smart. Therapy. But that's so smart. Got to remember, I had two other children, and they were not. I didn't want them to feel in any way that they couldn't do something, or you know, because of Robin, or that they, you know, had to give her everything because you know that now this. That's why we work through a lot of stuff through um, with therapy, so that everybody was equal. All my children. That's really smart. Now, did you ever get any backlash um, putting me in sports or anything? Well, don't you remember? Well, don't you remember your first grade teacher? Oh yeah. Do you want to tell this? Don't say the name. Oh, you tell that story. Well, she, my first grade teacher was pregnant, and when I got diagnosed with leg braces, wanted me out of the class. Right, mom, or something like that. What? She didn't want. Yeah, she was afraid that she was going to catch it. Could it. be contagious or something. And, and remember, I, I, this is when I, I was in leg braces. I was in and out of wheelchairs. And, and had she, you already been diagnosed? Yeah, I was diagnosed. We explained this is not contagious. Um, and she was like, she did not want me in the class. Oh, and then, mom, can you tell about about gym class? Oh, and well, Robin, uh, one time. Um, her gym teacher gave her an N on her the, report the, card. On report cards used to be, you oh, like put S or N. Yeah. Uh, needs improvement because she couldn't do a forward roll considering she had a bar between her legs and <laughs> like I could her up the? and down her leg. Yeah. So and, my and mom like point, went in and like caused hell. She's like, are you kidding? Well, I... <laughs> And I brought, was it, I started to bring in uh, medical notes and I was going to bring in the medical, you know, the doctors and everything. And at that point, the um, principal said, oh, please, please, uh, calm down, Mrs. Shaw. You don't have to bring her x-rays or anything. <laughs> we believe you. We can see it. Don't worry. And they changed her report card. <laughs> Was there was there anything you were scared to have me do, but you let me do anyway? Yes, and, the skiing. The skiing was that probably the scariest. Yes, I was, I was good very, at it because, because yeah. did it actually, actually make it easier? Because skating and skiing, because I'm being stabilized, oh, yes. I was so good. Because you know, most people are wobbly. I couldn't be wobbly, so I was so good. <laughs> um, uh, just because, like, I was being forced to be stabilized. That's that, that's uh that's an interesting point. Yeah, <laughs> and we also went. You made me go horseback riding. Yeah. So, mom, it's right. was, there, yeah. Was, was there anything that was off limits? Was there any sort of activity that Robin wanted to do where you said, you know oh, what, wait, that's a bit much, not, not that one. Now, um, going back, you got to remember this is going back. Was it quite a few years? Thank you for and not saying many my age, years. Mom. You know, they didn't have all the um. Uh, at the airports, they didn't have all, you oh, know, the metal, the detectors, metal detectors, and detectors. Oh, yeah. And they used to take Robin off to the side, and they used to, you know, with their wand, have to go up and down her um, legs. For yeah, security I remember reason. that. I thought I was and a six-year-old I, did, I didn't mind that at all. I said, that's perfectly fine. I didn't think that was fine with me because, you know what, for security reasons, and they, all they were doing was, you know, searching her. You know, that when was, I was little, you know, I wanted, you asked, like, you know, is there anything that was off limits? Right. It really wasn't because, you know, I remember my dad used to take me jogging on the beach. Now, I couldn't jog. I could barely walk. But he would, like, 
fake wobble and move his arms fast with me to make me think like we were jogging. You know, like right, they right, really. Right. If there was something I couldn't do, they made me think I could do it. So, mom, if there's any um anyone listening, is is there anything that you had reserv that that Robin, I was scared? that Robin that you had reservations what? about that your parents said no, you know what, give it a shot. No, because you know what, I had two older brothers who were doing everything, so I wanted to be just like them. And I had parents who said go for it, you know. So I really had no. Um, I see in my, in my mind, like I, I know all these stories that I was in pain. Like I, I remember, but as I, as an adult, I only remember fun as a child because they never made me think I was sick. Right. Mom, if there's anyone listening who has, yeah. who has a kid or a spouse or someone who is, um, you know, handicapped. Well, one, well, one, one of the things that I just thought of, um, first of all, um, back then I was on a registry where other parents later on, if their children, you know, developed this disease, that they could call me and I could tell that, you know, they could ask me questions and what I did. So, with mom, my if, if there's anyone listening, very helpful. Mom, That's great. mom, if there's anyone listening now who has a kid who's handicapped or a spouse who's handicapped, what's some advice you could give them on to how to motivate and support them in doing things? I would say, what is it? Try to make sure that you give the child a chance to well, ask their opinion about things so that they feel that they have do have control over some of the aspects of their life, which is what we did with you, believe it or not. You know, we asked you, did you want to do it? And, you know, or so it made you feel more that, you, you know, you were in control. That sounds like good, probably good parenting advice for anyone, any child <laughs> yeah. in any situation. Yeah. Right? That's, I have a question too along those lines, Robin, um, just for other parents that may be listening. What are some things to, to kind of be on the lookout for? Now, Robin was saying that uh, because her condition was caught in time, she was able to make a recovery. What are some things that, some, just some indications, things to look out for that if your child you know, shows these symptoms, then you know, maybe you it should. It could be Perthes. Exactly. What are some symptoms of Perthes, mom, for people to like look what? out for? I can't, I can't hear somewhat. What are some symptoms of Perthes that, you know, if a parent should look out for that they may, you know, if their kid is seeing these symptoms? They say when the, when the, when the kid complains and a lot of times the pain is not in the hip, but in the thigh. That if they're complaining about some pain in the thigh, that they should go have it, um, you know, examined and looked at the hip. But some the pain that isn't always in the hip; it's in the thigh. That's that's, that's good advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Complaining about you know, pain in the thigh. It, because it, it all depends on like where the nerve endings are. And the nerve endings were on in the thigh, not as much in I guess the hip. Okay. All right, mom. Awesome. Thank you so much. You did great. Uh, you killed you were, it. You were an excellent you guest. Do? Thanks, you Debbie. You killed it. Even though I really want to talk about how you let me McDonald's as a kid, but we won't go there. <laughs> Uh, you know what? That, I don't even remember that. You don't part. remember? We used to get Burger oh. King, and I'd say I want six sandwiches, oh, and you'd say, "No, this. Robin, get seven uh -oh. sandwiches." Oh, you're going, you're going into the list of of subjects you're not supposed to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> we were briefed by your publicist before you came on the air today. I gave them a list of topics subjects you were we weren't supposed to talk about. I, and the first thing was I was not allowed to talk about how you fed me Burger King. Yeah, and what you just mentioned. <laughs> I know, I know. And you treat me with Wall's Bakery. 
<laughs> You're an awful mother. That's Walls what. Bakery. That's really what the theme of this episode is. I'm kidding, mom. All right. We'll let you go. Some really sound advice about parenting any child, I think. And really, you know, thanks for coming on. You did great, mom. All right. We're hanging up oh, on you. Thanks. Okay. Bye. All right, bye. Send me bye, money. Michael. I love you. Bye. Bye, Robin. You're wonderful. Bye. She killed it. She killed it. She was so nervous. I could hear it in her voice. Uh, she. I thought a lot of that advice was really good. Yeah, she, I'm telling. My parents did a really, um, like, I can't even believe they're only a couple years older than me than I am now. But I mean, here they were, you know, in their their mid thirties, throwing a kid with leg braces and surgeries. And again, my dad put us all in therapy, and their theory was. She could do anything that Michael and Rich, my brothers can do. Like, if she wants to, we'll find a way. And, uh, yeah, they killed it. But We, we got to bring on that guy talking about the rock climbing for the the kids with disabilities. Just Absolutely. I mean, that's that's kind of right, right in line with this. All right. Well, we're not going to have time for a question of the week, so let's just skip to Danny Tanner time. Let's do it. Okay. Michael, what did you learn this week? I learned that... You and your mother talk exactly the same. <laughs> Do I? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, I heard the, the, the ghost of Robin Future. Today, oh my I God. Think. I get and so frustrated because, like, as I'm t- like, I'll ask her a question and then she'll answer, like, a whole different question. I'm just like, Mom, pay attention. <laughs> but I, I kept my like, cool. Okay. I also learned that it's important that if your uh, child has something that makes them a little different, that it's really important to encourage them to do as much as they possibly can physically and to not use that as an excuse to not not be active that's that's beautiful i learned that the first hip surgery i had was not pronounced on a lot of modified surgery <laughs> do you remember what it was called i did not i have that. no clue <laughs> <laughs> i would have to listen to your mom say that about six more times to, to learn that right all right guys so if you have any questions please write us um you can tweet us i'm at robin shaw comic and i'm at buckley body guru um or please subscribe to us on itunes and rate us or you can put comments there or on icloud on the yeah on uh soundcloud soundcloud fuck Man, I'll learn it one day. All right, guys, (laughs) I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. And this is the podcast.